Thank you. And uh, Pravat, if you can share with us a little bit about how the aspirations of the farmers have changed over the five, six years that you've been working with them. Like uh, initially, what were their, uh, what was their vision of their futures or what were their aspirational things? And as you've been working with them, have their aspirations changed uh, towards farming and regarding their own life as well? So I will tell you like this uh, lockdown, last lockdown with the mushroom, three stories, which was like really inspired me. So the mushroom season was going on. So, you know, in Bihar, people use to eat gutkha. Yeah. Everyone understand gutkha? It's chewing tobacco, yeah. Tobacco. Especially the younger one. Especially like people 18 to, you say 15 to 22. And those, their role is primarily roaming around, eating tobacco and something. So once our mushroom project was enrolled and we got very good coverage in the national media prime time. Once that news become, the news become very like everyone came to know. Then I was just standing outside my office and I saw four, like three bikes coming. They stopped. They just the put the like uh, tobacco just in front of me and asked, "Haya." Mushroom kaha hota hai? And I was surprised. These are the like their family. No one has any good expectation from these guys. And they aspire to grow mushroom. And believe me, they these guys have done amazing job. They are like they have done more than 500 bags of mushroom and they came back. We have done in winters. We want to do it in summers with the AC. So that is the aspiration. I will give another example. Another guy, very good. Uh, he is a mechanic, basically the AC mechanic. So he has worked for summers only. Winters he has no work. So he started thinking about mushroom. So for six months he does AC work, and six months in the like starting from the winters he do the mushroom. So aspirations are going now, a lot of people are coming, this year we have done like, if you see the mushroom bags story, from 200 bags to 1 lakh and this year we are trying to like more than 2 lakhs bags. So now people want, okay, can we do 10,000 bags, 15,000 bags, people have got that insight from farming, you can get a lot of things. So that is one positive, they can witness, they can see. I'll jump in with Thank a very you. quick yeah, question. Yeah, sure. And then we'll uh, you know, obviously take questions from everyone else. Um, Prabhat, one question I had. So, so much of your model is really innovatively keeping in track with demand, keeping track of demand in the market, whether it's value-added products like Moringa or uh, something like mushroom, which is a very, very elite kind of food product. On onions are, of course, different. So the market is incredibly actually changing and unpredictable. So how are you as an organization going to stay one step ahead of the market, right? When you become a, 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 an agricultural system, which is very key to the market today, it's Moringa is the miracle food. Tomorrow, something else. Day after, it will be Akai Berry from Latin America, then there's Quinoa. So how do you keep up with the fickle nature of the market, which can also, in many cases, in the world, similar uh, to Samarth, and I'm not saying this will 
may it never happen to you, you know, where you latch on to miracle products and then they crash, right? So it's a kind of boom and bust cycle of how markets work. How are you, in some ways we're talking about future and uncertainty and some of these types of products are the most uncertain of all, right? Which is the latest wonder food for us to eat. So how are you going to factor in that uncertainty if you keep production to certain um, types of things which are very, very variable, the demand for them? I think uh, to see our model, we primarily produce those crops which has local market. Mm -hmm. So Gaya has demand of around 100 ton of onion per day. Yeah. It not only Gaya, it has, onion yeah. has to come. Same with the mushroom. Mushroom, the Gaya demand of mushroom in Gaya is around 3000 kg per day. And Gaya is producing around 500 kg per day. So again, Gaya of 3500. Despite of it, we say that because we have also think about the profit margin, because market is still determined by the, for onion, it's Nasik traders, for mushroom, mm -hmm. it's a Delhi NCR traders. If they like put the mushroom rate 80 rupees, then it means in Gaya, we have to sell it at 90 rupees. That is 10 rupees mm -hmm. transportation. So in that case, we will crash. So what we have done, we have added value added food processing industry. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have mushroom caning unit, baby corn caning unit. We drive, we make mushroom uh, moringa powder. We make mushroom powder, which has shelf life of more than six months. And then we have network of like our e-commerce platform, keval.me, where we sell it online. And we have a set of, like for our production, we have a set of uh, people who are always like willing to buy. Mm. But also like, the future, especially with the pandemic, you take the future mm -hmm. is going with the packaged food, right? Yeah. So, like, still the most of the baby corn or mushroom used in restaurant is canned, not fresh. Yeah. Fresh is primarily by the end consumer. So, Gaya only, if you show Jomato and Sneaky, we have more than 100 restaurants on Jomato and Sneaky. Patna has more than 500. Mm. It, a lot of like even we produce like 2000 kg of mushroom per day and we canned it that is the per day demand of beyond mm, wonderful so you know your local market as well as sort of a, a larger one and that's important our first target is local we don't want to take a risk we first target local market and if there is surplus and if there is no then we target outside I was just thinking about that uh, for uh, farming as an activity uh, is is filled with a lot of uncertainty, uncertainty of the climate, uncertainty of whether the seed will sprout or not, uncertainty of how much harvest you'll have, uncertainty about what rate it will sell, uncertainty about who will buy it, uncertainty about so much. So what do you think uh, we, uh, we can learn from the farmers mindset about how to deal with uncertainty? Because farmers have uh, I think generations of experience in uh, confronting uncertainty and transforming it into something uh, very literally uh, productive. No, that's why uh, farming has so many uncertainty. Like people are living, people are living farming, right? We are trying to make it more certain. You know, there is going to be drought or there is going to be rain. You should estimate. You have never estimated. You need to estimate. You need to estimate the pricing. This is what we are teaching. People, when they started, there was some point like, when you start sowing onion seed, you say after October, when you get a climate, that climate, 
whenever you get that climate you can put so we what we have changed is like when we say people say ki what is the timing of the mushroom we say that well, you can grow mushroom any time if you can maintain the temperature below 25 when whatever the circumstances you can mention uh, maintain the temperature of 25 you can grow mushroom whether it's a summer or a winter for summer you have to for maintaining the 25 you have to put the ac this is what we have changed these are the facts if you want to grow onion you need this temperature if you can maintain the temperature in poly house you can do throughout year this is what we are saying i'll jump in with a question here was so while giving your talk you said that blame will always come to us right uh, sometimes there's some blame so yeah yeah the the deloitte report is very positive and that's it should be it must be it's also got its own reason for further fundraising for helping you to sustain this organization and grow it and it must sustain and scale i think many of us are convinced of that but just in this talk if you could reflect on what types of things have you been has samarth been blamed for and what you know what what are the, the things that aren't working for a minute if you could think about that and also what have you been doing to address them how do you incorporate the critiques that farmers i'm sure provide because as you said you're not god and for every uh, you know 1000 10000 happy there are 100 unhappy so what are some of the things that are coming up there so first thing let's go with the the main thing which starts with the seed mm-hmm. we provide seeds onion seeds right let's take onion seed only then yeah. we can take same with the mushroom so we provide most of the things at the village level So suppose last year we were providing onion seed from DOGR, which has a 90 plus germination rate. So few farmers have experience of like 99 percent. So this year, uh, due to the pandemic, the Pune was completely locked down. So there was no seed production. Mm. So now farmer has that expectation. Give us the seed. We don't know whether that was pandemic or not. We have always rely on you. Why you will not give us? You are, or you want to black market because this year prices was like earlier it was eighteen hundred per kg. This year it was around five thousand rupees per kg. Okay. So we started putting uh, uh, moringa and uh, this uh, papaya as kitchen garden, hmm. and then it was like uh, second year of our operation. And what we found that that year it was it rained very heavily, very heavily, and we lost almost. Ninety percent of our plants. Oh wow! And like everyone just cursing us. What you have done? Ekvi, not a single plant has taken given us fruits. But we never left. We follow up them. We told them the fact this is happening. And again, these are the people because we have never left the community. Okay, it failed. It means we are going out. We told them that we tried our way. These are the regions. Because I assume that the trainings are actually really key to making this successful. The the interaction between you and the farmers, between your field workers and the farmers. So, what is the big picture like ethos of the trainings? How are they set up? And uh, I don't know what educational experiences that you've had. What have which ones of those have inspired the training? What did you learn through your own, uh, you know? very complex sort of diverse educational journey which maybe helped you to figure out how to structure the trainings and how to create these trainings see 
the training again i told you like most of our training materials is more all about the critical intervention it means the intervention which needs to be monitored and once like if it is properly implemented it will help us like your crop is not going to get damaged it will ensure that so like when i say that the seed treatment that is the one part of the training then it's a root treatment that is another part of the so it all goes in that way and we make one or two minute video it's a very small yeah mm. so one or two minute video which we have made for all the critical intervention whether it's for mushroom or onion for moringa for honey so that's very simple it also help us to train our staffs primarily we use this video for our staffs only to revise them also and what are the videos like they are just very short and very focused on the topic what languages are they in it's really difficult actually to create good teaching material so i'm really interested actually in that so it's very simple local language like if you want to say uh mushroom casing that is the like you put the bag you get the bag first of all how to put the bag that is one minute video if you are getting a mushroom bag is a uh, dispatched it reached your house how to put it inside the room hmm. so that is a one minute video then after 15 days we will get another video of mushroom casing how to do the mushroom hmm. casing then mushroom harvesting how to harvest it Uh, one question for us: Are there uh, have there been any uh, unintended uh, 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 positive or negative things that have happened because of Samarth's presence in the community? Uh, some things that you never thought would happen, but it was maybe not directly related to agriculture, but your journey with them has uh, uh, created some unintended positives or negatives in the community. positive so i will say that like people start believing that you can make money from the agriculture that is one thing like whenever now we go like now government say that they think that i have a good amount of money because they see the infrastructure but that is not the fact 